Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Or whatever you celebrate. Welcome to the holiday of holidays. Goku Day. It's Goku Day at Zenkai Boost is the news. <laughs> and... <All right. laughs> Thanks for joining us, everybody, yes. for our very special bonus episode of Zenkai Boost. We talked big about doing a movie for a long time, and look, we did it just it in happens. time for Christmas. What a coincidence. We just did it in time for Christmas. We're yelling down your chimney. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> not a creature was stirring, not even a podcast, except psych, we were stirring, working hard. On making this Christmas miracle for you. So, this is taking on a very like confrontational tone, and We're I apologize really, because that's not really how I feel. <laughs> Have a merry Christmas. <laughs> or happy whatever. EO Saturnalia, you know, like it's it's that time of year when everybody's thinking about, you know, family and hanging out with friends and all that cool stuff. So thanks for sticking winter. with us. Guys, it's a time. It's a time of giving, and we're gonna give you some good goofs. We we really appreciate your support that you've you've stuck with us for so long. It's incredible. We've got a lot of great stuff coming up for you in the new year and just please enjoy. Happy holidays. Ho ho ho. <laughs> Kamehameha. <laughs> Can Santa do a coming? Okay, how strong is Santa? Like we got to figure that out. Zenkai Boost is a DBZ Kai fancast. It should not be mistaken for an official member of the Dragon Ball product line in any capacity. Remember, the Dragon Ball series wouldn't exist without support from fans like you, so buy a DVD or something. Also, this show is not safe for work, unless you can wear headphones at work, then go ahead and roll those dice, they're basically asking for it. Welcome to a very special episode of Zenkai Boost, the show where we watch and review every episode of Dragon Ball Z Kai and then some. My name is Max Newland. My name is Blaine Corliss. I'm Kevin Hilrick. And I'm the other Max on the podcast, Max Kostrak. You mentioned a little bit of something else, Newland. What are we doing today? Well, today is the Zenkai Boost boys go to the movies. Ooh. Oh boy, I've got my popcorn. I've got my soda. I did. I had it. I saw the movie. I have my official... Goku branded 3D glasses <laughs> so I can get all the all the D's that are in this film all three of them I bought some dragon fruit specifically so I could like hold it oh. like Turles does and take a big bite out of it uh, cuz this movie, movie is kind of about dragon fruit like yeah. fruit, fruit for dragons but dragon for somebody fruit, dragon fruit Okay so let's talk about it it's the Tree of Might. That's what it's we, the Tree of Might. We, watched. we did. You, the listeners, voted to inflict this upon us, <laughs> and yeah, I will I never actually, forgive you. I, I was kind of disappointed here because I did not realize our listeners hated us this much. <laughs> Why do you want you. us to suffer? Why do you do this to us? Tree of Might, more like Tree of I might not watch it. <laughs> Whoa, dude, got him! Hey, nice. Whoa, snipe. Mm. yeah we watched tree of might which if i fucking when i was a kid i could have sworn this was a good movie yes i remember it being awesome this is the only dragon ball z movie i've ever ever seen in my whole life and yikes did you watch it before this or is this your first time no i watched it when i was like in high school Mm. yeah i guess we should just get into it tree of might is a I think it's obviously a made-for-TV movie because it's only 60 minutes long, but that 60 minutes feels like kind of an eternity. Forever. Nothing (laughs) happens in this fucking movie. It's bad in such an exceptionally bland way. Oh, yeah. Like, there are worse movies, but I think they would have still been more entertaining than than this one. It's not visually very interesting. It's got, like, a a brown color palette pretty much the entire (laughs) way through. Very brown film. And can I just say, I think there is a total of maybe 
mm, 45 seconds of on-screen fighting. <laughs> yeah, wow. Extremely spare combat scenes. For Dragon Ball Z. For a show where literally every problem is solved by kicking somebody's ass, not a lot of ass-kicking in this movie. A thing about this movie I want to say, though, is... Let's talk about first when this movie takes place. Uh, Because the time is nowhere. It exists out of time. This This is like an alternate universe. Yeah, this cannot fit into the canon. There's no way you can contort the logic of this movie to fit anywhere in the timeline of Dragon Ball Z. Just Gohan alone, Gohan has his hairstyle and clothing from the Namek saga. He is a competent, effective fighter, which doesn't happen until right before the Namek saga, yet everybody is alive. Yep, Tien and Chiaotzu and Yamcha. Surprisingly. Uh, Against uh, all odds. Quite a bit of Yamcha in this movie, huh? A lot of Yamcha. You you would be forgiven for thinking that Yamcha is a major fucking character in Dragon Ball Z (laughs) if you watched this movie. Also, Yamcha notably has, like, just ended his relationship with Bulma, which is kind of where the very, very beginning of Dragon Ball Z picks up. Yeah, it makes no sense. There's nowhere this can be. It's as if Goku, Gohan, and Krillin took a little vacation from being on planet Namek and fighting Frieza. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, guys, we're gonna go home for a little bit, but we'll be, we'll be back. We'll be right back. Are you gonna, you're not gonna wish. taking forever. (laughs) So let's just get into it with the actual plot of the movie. It starts out Opens on... A mysterious orb. It appears to be Sputnik, really. I mean, it's like just an orb <laughs> with some with some poles coming off it. It did seem very Russian. I thought of Final Fantasy VII's, I think, like, background. Ooh. A meteor. So, Genova. Yeah, I thought Genova. So, Turles is Sephiroth, is what you're saying. Hey, don't you put that hatred on Sephiroth. <laughs> Krillin, Oolong, and Bulma are camping. Which, Blaine, you mentioned this, Bulma does not seem like a camper. No. In fact, specifically in the Namek Saga, she talks about how she hates camping. Hmm. I haven't done enough research to confirm, but I feel like a lot of Dragon Ball Z movies open on a camping trip. (laughs) (laughs) It's their team building retreat. For sure, uh, the first Cooler movie does. Oh, absolutely, yes. Yes, that's certain. Uh, The whole movie takes place on that camping trip. I love the idea of the Z fighters being a group of friends that camps together. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, Goku keeps bringing his five-year-old child. Well, no, that's the weird part, is it's it's Krillin and Bulma. That's right, no Goku. Oolong and, uh... And Gohan. Gohan. Safari Expedition Explorer Gohan with his special hat. That's his... everybody who's there on the first trip, too. That's 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 it. That's the whole crew. Krillin, Bulma, Gohan, and Oolong. What Oolong if... of all fucking people. What if those what three? What these people? These three are the ones who are like, guys, we all bonded because we really like the camp. Gohan brought his fucking homework to camp with him. He brought so much nerd shit. That's not his fault, though. It's, it is his mom's influence, I'll give you that. Apparently, though, uh, he did smoke an entire pack of cigarettes on his way. That original <laughs> Funimation dub, guys. <laughs> hey, guys, it's me, Gohan. Yeah, the voice in this one. Oh. Great. Yeah, so we've been watching Kai, which is, you know, all these folks have had like two decades to perfect their work on these voices. This was their first try at Tree of Might. And I feel like it was a pretty short day in the recording studio. Nailed yeah, it. they did this in one. I mean, the movie is an hour. <laughs> <laughs> this was a half day for them. <laughs> we have this moment with Gohan and his nerd shit. And then the spaceship lands, or at least what I thought was a spaceship for now. It lands and there's a big explosion. Which isn't good, because it lands in the middle of a forest. And then a cool alien comes out that the Z fighters get to battle? No, but they do have a battle. They do have a, um, kind of a battle. Versus five. You know. The inaugural fight of this Dragon Ball Z movie is against a forest fire. <laughs> and can I say, the dumbest fucking possible way to try so and stupid. put out a forest fire that I I've cannot... ever seen. I cannot fucking believe this. 
How can they control the energy, the key in their bodies, to generate beams of energy that will pass through a human body, but cannot understand basic physics enough to know that they shouldn't blow on the fire? <laughs> That's what they do, is they fucking, like, use key waves to put the fire out by just, like, shouting and posing and looking like they're shooting beams, but beams don't come out. I love that Krillin asks Gohan, like, can you power up right now? Like, it's like, uh, yeah. No, duh. I can kind of do that at any time. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not really a question. Let me make some coffee. I need a moment. They do put out the fire by just getting rid of the forest a little quicker. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys. So, I wrote this down. So, some of the animals we see are a chimp, a deer, squirrel, <laughs> rabbit, and dragon. What, what the, the fuck is this? <laughs> what is this forest? Oh, and the dragon, by the way, gets saved. Gohan saves the dragon. Oh, he saves him. That's important. Because we got to miss out on a lot of Gohan and animal time, thanks to Dragon Ball Z Kai cutting out a lot of that. And I feel like we're really being forced to eat that now. That we had to watch this movie. <laughs> This, we got to catch up on all that. This dragon actually is a running character in a number of Dragon Ball Z movies. What? He's a movie-exclusive character that appears across several movies. It's just... What? Why? Gohan's buddy, the purple dragon. Icarus. <laughs> this is baffling. Somebody loved this dragon. Some animator or writer on the team was like, No, I'm going to go to bat for this dragon, okay? In this Go movie on as too. a friend. This Remember, is my did hell. it in one movie. I'm the boss now, Toriyama. <laughs> so and now, now that was actually just like an inner monologue of Toriyama trying to decide whether or not to put the dragon in the movie. <laughs> so the fucking plan works perfectly, and the fire is out against all odds. But the forest is gone. The forest <laughs> animals are homeless. The, I, yeah, but but still alive somehow. So yeah. So it's way better in my mind to just say that. So they did all this powering up in these key blasts, but I think it was a hundred percent not effective. And the result that we yeah, had the fire just was. burned out. But they were comfortable taking that credit. They're fine with that. We did it. Yeah. They're kind of sad that the fire is gone. Well, they're kind of sad that the forest is gone and that the animals are homeless. And Gohan's like, I wish there was something we could do. And then Krillin wish. gets an uh, wish. Whoa! <laughs> Bulma's voice Krillin actor gets... here couldn't sound less invested, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, animals. Okay. <laughs> so Krillin asks her if the Dragon Raiders charged up, and we all know what that means. It's Dragon Ball hunting time. Wouldn't it be cool if we could get all of this Dragon Ball hunting? This really probably what is a very interesting adventure out of the way during the title sequence. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, why couldn't this movie just be an adventure to get the Dragon Balls? Isn't that what we came here for? <laughs> Isn't that what the show was about for a long time? At one point in time. <laughs> and now it's just it's just an opening. It's nothing. It's like they take an afternoon to get these things together. I did notice something. Okay. okay. What did your elf eyes see, Blaine? All right, my elf eyes, <laughs> they saw Gohan can drive. <laughs> oh my god not only can good no, catch no, no, it's even better than that not only can he drive he can fly a flying car is that the does, like do you need like a plane license for one of those that's got to be a specialized license like you can't yeah just... he had to get a cdl for that <laughs> so i know we have a lot to say about this movie and most of it not great but I will say I am happy to welcome you guys temporarily to Good Music Town. Yes, that was a nice relief. The song we got on the title sequence is Chala Hedchala by Kageyama Hironobu. It's the original opening of Dragon Ball Z from the beginning of the series all the way through the end of the Cell games. And it's a very good song. Yes, yes. I recognize this one. I remember this song and I was like, yeah, good times. So what I did actually was I sort of flip-flopped between the original Japanese soundtrack and the American English release soundtrack. Uh-oh. Cuz the the what we, the one the version we watched had three tracks on it, one being the 
uh, English dub with the original soundtrack, one being the English dub with the American soundtrack, and then one that's just the Japanese dub. Um, let me tell you, the English dub has way more music in it than the Japanese one. What? <laughs> has way... Tons and tons, like almost every scene. So like a, a decent chunk of this movie has no soundtrack. Um, and I, I don't think that's bad, honestly. Like the, the points where there are no soundtrack, it, it actually works to kind of build tension, to have silence in the background. I agree wholeheartedly. And actually, yes. this is a problem. This is one of the big problems that the original dub, the original Funimation dub suffered from is they they could not appreciate a moment of silence and it really killed a lot of the important and impactful moments that Dragon Ball Z does have when it's constantly underscored by uh butt rock <laughs> and it is it is butt rock and in this film specifically is a very like sci-fi butt rock very like what struck me was that the, when you're listening to it with the original Japanese soundtrack you can feel how 90s it is you can feel how very like mm-hmm. Because this movie was made in 1990, so you can feel that. But like when I switched over to the English release soundtrack, it felt very like early 2000s kind of edgy. You know what I mean? Kind of like Shadow the Hedgehog oh, style edginess. Does anybody else remember when Funimation's the first dub that uh, the first movie that Funimation dubbed when they took over uh, from the Ocean dub was? Lord Slug, and that soundtrack contained music by Disturbed. <gasps> what? Oh my god. This changes everything. Uh, now I'm just and like we picturing. We could have watched Lord Slug? <laughs> I'm so Goku hits, mad. Goku hits KO Ken times 20 and you hear, ooh, <laughs> We'll get back into it. They got the Dragon Balls. It was kind of a cute opening. It was kind of neat, like, seeing them do stuff with Dragon Balls again. And it was an effective Um, use of time, which this movie doesn't do much. Yeah. (laughs) Like, pretty much at all outside of this. They summon the dragon, and they wish for the forest to be restored. Such a bad wish. Can I just say... Shitty wish, you guys. If you're gonna save a forest, like do something else on top of it. This sucked. This was so much you, wasted fucking time in this movie. What would you have wished for, Max? I I, I don't know. Maybe um. Uh, you know, you're asking me on the spot, which is not what I would Sorry. do. I would I would take a day to really think this over, and maybe I'll get back to you on this. But I think I would have to do something with like you know. Restoring the planet in a more meaningful way. Please mm. revitalize the planet. Yeah, please reverse global climate change, Shenron. Can you give this old orb a dust up? <laughs> Shenron, can we have double forest? Shenron, can you just can you just give me the two point version? Can just just make it good. Can we start over, Shenron? <laughs> this is Forest Two, and it's better. Shenron restores the forest and uh, everything's good. So the end. So end of really movie. short. It was great. Really short movie. <laughs> the animals, by the way, are all traumatized by this. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst day of their life. Not not only the forest fire, but also. But Shenron too. The giant dragon. <laughs> and then everything goes back to normal, and it's like I mean. Can you imagine? They must feel like they've gone crazy. These animals are having like a really long fugue state episode. (laughs) They'll be checking the sky for that dragon for the rest of their lives. (laughs) You guys remember that spaceship? Uh Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, we're we're back there again. Oh. Except it's not a spaceship because it turns out it's just like a space probe and it kind of walks around and scans stuff. Like a spider. Spider. Like a spider, yes. This movie leaps from scene to scene in a way that is baffling. Oh, yeah. No thought went into this. They're just like, ah, fucking put the probe thing next. You know what it is? This is absolutely the first draft of the script. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. There's no way they went back to the edit suite Mm -hmm. for this one. Uh Uh-uh. We're getting paid by the hour. No, 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 no. (laughs) So... Actually, it turns out it's not a it's not a probe. Uh, it's not a spaceship. It's a probe. But there is a spaceship. 
and we do get to see it, and there's some ruffians on it. They drop a line here that I just love, which is, Saiyans never perish. <laughs> oh. We have already like, seen. Okay. These guys know their planet got blown up, right? <laughs> <laughs> Because it kind of seems like 99% of Saiyans have indeed perished. It's, it happens statistically a lot. Did y'all catch any of the names of these people? I had not no a one. interest. <laughs> one of the purple guys is named Raisin. <laughs> I fucking cannot believe this movie. <laughs> I forgot how fucking coy they played with Turles. Yes, right? They like they're so not ready to tell you like, "Ooh, who is this? Who's this mysterious man?" Which makes it so fucking inconsequential when they actually reveal who he is. You're you're excited for it to be like <gasps> But no, it's just some fucking guy. It's nobody. It's just a dude who looks like Goku for no reason. <laughs> it's a person they made up for the movie. I'm looking at the names of characters that people did voices for. And by the way, uh, Chris Sabat did like all of the voices in this movie. He did like everything. <laughs> Putting in overtime. The names of the bad guys are Raisin, oh. Cacao, okay. Almond, Lacasse, what? And my favorite Diaz. Lacasse <laughs> <laughs> is the other purple guy. I I I heard him say a thing, but I couldn't discern what it was. I wasn't invested enough to no. try and figure out what he was saying in that moment. But anyway, we just barely meet these guys, and then we cut back to Gohan and Goku having a bath. Together. The most redneck bath that has ever <laughs> happened. They're literally in like an oil drum filled with water that Chi Chi has a fire going under. <laughs> She's boiling her son and, and husband. Dad soup. <laughs> anyway, Chi Chi flips out because Icarus is here, the dragon from earlier. And after. A kind of a cute little thing where they're like tickling Gohan under the water and he has to come up. And I guess that had to be in there for some reason. Yeah, just a real quick fun little drowning his own son in the bath with him. <laughs> After this, we all move inside to have a very serious talk about Gohan's future. Chi-Chi blames Goku. Chi-Chi asks what Icarus is doing there. Gohan says that he's a friend. And Chi-Chi responds by saying... Friends are usually human, Gohan. Oh. Wrong. Your they husband isn't, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You're married to a non-human. And there's dog people. Your president's a dog. Yeah. Oh my god, is this racist? Hold on a second. Did she just say Bulma something really racist? racist? Or Oolong, is racist. Oolong and Poir are their friends. Like... <laughs> Not according no, to Chi-Chi. No, 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 no. They're Goku's friends. <laughs> They're not Chi-Chi's friends. True. They are Goku's friends. That's very real. Is Chi-Chi a bigot? <laughs> One of my favorite lines from this movie is Chi-Chi talking to, like, giving Gohan and Goku a talking to about Gohan's future. When she says, we need a lawyer in this family, <laughs> speaking about Gohan. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's let's awesome. talk about this. <laughs> Which Because she, she's, of, of course, referring to the fact that Goku causes huge problems for the world, and probably lots of people sue him all of the time. <laughs> Did y'all notice Goku's hair re retains its shape when wet? Yes. <laughs> it's yeah. one of my favorite details about Goku. <laughs> so Chi-Chi really, really hates Icarus and wants Gohan to, you know, tell him off like Harry and the Henderson style, you know... But Goku has a plan because Goku is an irresponsible and indulgent father. <laughs> he doesn't want to be the bad guy. I mean, to be fair, there was really no reason Icarus should have to, like, go away. Like, it's like a dinosaur. You can keep that. <laughs> they are super strong aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, though, after Goku reveals that he has a plan, I know that the one thing we all really wanted was to catch up with Ya boy, Yamcha. <laughs> oh, and he's on top of the world. Oh, he has Yamcha's a new car. Yamcha, everything's coming up Yamcha right now. 
it's all good. <laughs> he you know, talks I got gotta... getting back together with Bulma. Oh God, why <laughs> would you do of this? Car. This poor man. <laughs> One of the richest women in the world is surely going to be impressed by my new car. <laughs> well, he did grow up alone in the desert, so. <laughs> This moment that happens with Yamcha, though, is is pure comedy gold. Get in there. What happens here is this explosion, right? Oh, yes. Oh, God. And it dings, <laughs> it dings Yamcha's car. And there's this wonderful moment where it's kind of been blasted away, and he's like, it's only minor damage. It's okay. And then one second later, the whole car explodes. <laughs> Killing Yamcha. <laughs> it really seems like Yamcha dies. <laughs> yeah, and this explosion, we should say, is caused by a man whose name I did not catch and referred to in my notes as Not Nappa. <laughs> Essentially. Is that Orange Ponytail? Yes, Scarface, Not Nappa. I named him Captain Fanta. There you That's go. Just as just as valid as any of these other names we've come up with. He shows up, looks at the crater that the probe fell in, and decides it could be a bigger hole. And then his friend, who has kind of a jaunty undercut ponytail, uh, tosses an evil bean into the big <laughs> hole. So, Hey, wait, real quick. Real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I noticed this, and I've seen this in, like, part of the main show, is there seems to be this kind of power people have where they just have a straight face and then immediately, like, I guess, like, do, like, an intense focus and cause, like, these, like, burrowing attacks. Do we have a name for anything like that? Is that actually a power, or is that just something? Mm, it's plot might be, magic. Might be a spell. There's <laughs> that could a be a spell. spell. That's true. Got a lot of spells in this show. There's probably an official name for that. I would have to do some investigating. We don't want you to do that. We don't. That's fine that you don't do that. You don't have to plumb those mines. It's all good. It's all. Good. I, just, I noticed it's like this is a consistent power that I've just seen throughout the show and now in the movie. You're right. We we've seen it multiple Napa times. Nappa did now. it. Vegeta did it. Goku did it. And now, just in the the Goku and Frieza fight, we've seen it like four or five times. Oh yeah, that's right. So this evil bean starts making really big sprouts. And like, I mean, really big, like this is, this is where they spent all of the movie's animation budget yep. was on this fucking root sequence where it starts sending these big giant, like sandworm looking roots all over the planet. And this was actually kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Yeah. This is one of the better parts of the movie. And the, the music in this scene is very good. If you switch over, this is where I started experimenting with switching between the two audio tracks. Oh, no. The English release music just fucking blows, and it's just like echoey sci-fi organs, you know, Ugh. doing its thing. It's it's like way, way overblown for what's going on. And hey, guess what? King Kai's here. Oh, my favorite character. <laughs> oh, King Kai. Uh, King Kai's job in this movie is to tell you what's happening in the movie that you're watching. It's so funny. It's all he does. It's literally <laughs> the only thing he does is sort of recap what has just happened on screen in his voice. I love it, though, because a lot of times in anime, I feel like there's a little bit of needless exposition. But here, I'm actually oh, I needed really it. glad King Kai came in and told us what the fuck just happened. Needed all that exposition, please, King Kai. Thank you. Even though, as we will find out shortly, he straight up lies to us in the dub. Wait, yeah. what? When he, when he says that the tree was meant to grow fruit for the, for the eternal dragon... Which is bullshit. Yeah. That's not true. Funimation took some major liberties with this movie's script. This was kind of back in the day. I was I was really thinking, oh boy, we're going to get a darn you in here somewhere. Because this was back <laughs> in the day when they were terrified of like anything even remotely controversial happening in the dub. You know what I mean? Where they wouldn't even say stuff like they wouldn't use the K word, you know? Oh, yeah. We're not going to kill you. We're just going to send you to the other dimension. I did, when I first started watching it, think that it was the ocean dub until, uh, until I heard Goku speak. <laughs> A scary moment. <laughs> uh, so the tree's fucking Earth up really bad, or what we can assume to be a tree, because everybody's talking about it as though it is a tree, including the mysterious bad man on the ship, who they're being very coy about. Still. Who could it be? Who could it be? 
Anyway, after this big long sequence of the tree fucking the whole planet up, we cut to everyone giving Yamcha a hard time about almost dying in a car crash. <laughs> this might be my favorite scene. <laughs> Which is a great, it's fucking great. Like, nobody is letting him off the hook for even a second. <laughs> Bulma's like, you dumbass. You think you're going to impress girls with fucking cars? What are you, an idiot? And you lost it. Yeah, everybody else is like, yeah, you are an idiot. Apparently, he spent all of his money, literally all of his money on this car. Smart investment. Good call. One thing I want to note in this scene, visually, is that Goku has a cup with his his name name on on it. it. Yes. And Gohan has a cup with his name on it. And I think that's my new favorite fact about that family. This, this, This family takes oil drum baths on campfires... But they have monogrammed dishes. Chi-Chi does not want Goku drinking out of her mug. Do you think Goku's... Like, period. Okay, that's hers. This is Chi-Chi's. She bought this with her own money because she has a job. Unlike other people in this family... I don't know, does she? Yeah, we don't know anything about (laughs) Chi-Chi. Chi-Chi's a mystery... I think they're still living on winnings from the Tenkaichi Budokai. Are they like totally off the grid? That's the sense that I get. I yeah. There's like so. no record of these people. These are not taxpayers. These are people who like fucking living out in the forest somewhere. Yes, I think that is To true. be honest, that's a pretty good plan. If you win a martial arts tournament and then you have enough money for life, you can just go live in the woods. Anyway, everybody has a good laugh about how much Yamcha sucks. <laughs> Chi-Chi has internalized some real toxic masculinity saying shit like men will be men. You just got to let them do it. It's like, no. Oh, Chi-Chi. I feel so bad for you. Oh, and Icarus is here. What a comedy of errors. Oh, man. And then King Kai interrupts Goku to tell him that there is a movie happening and the movie has a plot and we kind of need to. (laughs) King Kai does explain the whole plot of the movie to Goku. This is all right here on the table. Can I note it's been like 25 fucking minutes? <laughs> the movie is halfway over and only now is the plot catching up to the main characters. Barely. Barely. It's just barely catching up to them. Uh, this is where he tells us that the fruit is for the dragon, the fruit that the tree is growing. So there's a tree, it's bad, it's growing fruit, and it's going to be for a dragon to eat. So this is a liberty that Funimation took in this movie to do it several times. This time in particular, they said the fruit is for the dragon, which makes no sense. The dragon doesn't eat. It lives in the dragon balls. <laughs> we we actually, uh, Kevin, we don't know if it eats while it's in the dragon balls. <laughs> in the movie's actual script, the original translation, the, the tree bears fruit meant for the gods. Kind of makes sense. Ah. It's like for King Kai, I guess. It makes a little more sense than for the dragon. But, you know, the good news is that this is a big problem. Oh, and the fruit, I don't know if we mentioned, the tree is, like, sucking energy out of planet Earth, and that's why this is bad. Because as it grows, like, literally everything else on Earth dies because of it. Even stuff that's not connected to the roots, as we will see later on in the film. And let's talk about this mechanism for a second, because this is just what the spirit bomb is, but harsher. It's like bad spirit bomb. Mm -hmm. It is the evil spirit bomb. As opposed to energy socialism, this is more like energy authoritarianism. (laughs) (laughs) But there's great news, which is that this is a problem, like every problem that the Z fighters encounter, that can be solved by ass kicking. (laughs) Thank God. Let's find the right guy and kick his ass, and that's it. It's a really good thing that everything can be solved through violence. It's so great, because then they're like, oh, shit, yeah, let's go do it. And fucking next scene is them at the tree. <laughs> There's they, no- they wasted all their filler already. They wasted all the filler. Even Goku is like, uh, Oolong says, well, let's take a day and get ready. And Goku says, no, let's do it now. He knows how much time they have left to shoot. Oolong, in that whole scene, is talking like he is on board to go fight. <laughs> like he's a member <laughs> of the fucking Z Fighters? <laughs> Uh, he can transform into an even uglier pig. <laughs> so they go over there, and Krillin is the first one to say, dang, this thing's big. So, <laughs> Thank God. So Somebody he says, we said ne- it. We should focus our fire on the trunk. So everybody fires a beam at the trunk. And for the first time in Dragon Ball Z history, when the smoke <laughs> clears, they've annihilated the thing that they were going to try to blow up. Miracle. You mean the planet? 
<laughs> Except not really. They do mention that they'll destroy the planet more than they can the tree. <clears throat> cool. Smoke clears. The tree's still there. And then we hear this ominous laughter, and the camera pans up, and we see the weirdo squad from earlier. It, the knockoff Ginyu force. Yes, baby Ginyu. It's here that we find out Yamcha is still mainly just mad about his car. <laughs> this is a revenge story for him. Everybody's very scared of the new guys, these new alien folks, because they're apparently very strong. Everyone can feel their energy and are kind of quaking in their boots about it. Gohan is sad about Icarus. This is when they kind of just break off into fights, right? Yeah, the fighting just Five sort of starts. Five second long fights. We can all admit yeah. that it's incredibly dull. Right. Yeah, this is yeah. not great it's, fighting. Yeah, it's particularly bland. Almost nothing happens. Yeah, everybody el is eliminated in like one or two punches. Like, nobody has an extended fight in this movie. Tien does bust out the best move in Dragon Ball, but it really doesn't do much. I'm talking, of course, about the solar flare. Yes. He solar flares the purple twins. And then he gets fucking dunked on anyway. Krillin lets off a, let's hear it, destructo disc. <laughs> Orange ponytail bats away the Kienzon. For the first time, what the fuck? How's that possible? You can't bat away the Kienzon. It's special. <laughs> it's a special one. When you're in a movie, everything's game. When you're in a movie, you can do whatever you want. Goku's cleaning up, though. Yeah, he cleans up after everybody else loses. So, like, everybody loses their respective fights with whoever they're fighting, and then Goku's the one who steps in and has to, like, beat them. Also, Gohan's here. Also, Gohan's here and is noticed by Dark Goku. <laughs> Goku oh, too. No, no, no you, you missed this part. He does a super big energy blast that almost kills the dragon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I laughed at that. Gohan almost kills his own fucking buddy. Gohan's still learning. Gohan does take out one of the purple guys, though. That's good for him. I hope it was Raisin. He's the first one to win a fight in the movie. <laughs> so Dark Goku shows up. Evil Goku, let's just call him Goku Black, shows up. <laughs> Wait, I'm sure that won't come up again. That's never, that's the only guy who's called that. <laughs> he reveals himself to Gohan, and he says, your father and I are struck from the same mold, which when I was a child, I took that to mean he was a clone, and that would have been a very cool story for there to be like a clone of Goku who like didn't get brain damage and turn into a nice person. See, that would actually yeah. have been interesting. Mm -hmm. But they no. They could have done something with that. He's just some guy who looks like Goku for no reason. The subtitles didn't illuminate this any further. The subtitles, of, uh, which are for the Japanese version, said, uh, We disposable lower class warriors only come in a few types. Okay, what so is what that, that implying that all Saiyans are, like, cloned? I'm... Who knows? <laughs> Nobody knows because it makes no fucking sense. Nobody ran this by Toriyama at all. Let's have an evil Goku. What should his story be? Eh. I don't know. <laughs> evil Goku? Let's... Did y'all notice that also nobody fucking called any attention to the fact that this guy looks like Goku? The Gohan is the only person who says anything about it. Nobody else does. And he accepts it so quick, too. He's like, you look like my dad. Okay. But you're oh, not but my you're not. dad. Moving on. Turles does the whole join me and we'll rule the galaxy thing with Gohan. To a kid he just met. To a five-year-old. He gets extremely persistent about this, too. Mm -hmm. For the he whole He spends movie. a lot of time. Something is coming, which we all I assumed was Goku, but it turns out it's Gohan's real dad, Piccolo. <laughs> <laughs> whose, whose power level is unreadable. <laughs> what does okay. that mean? In the subtitles, it's 18,000. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Why? Why did they do that? Turles can't count that high. He just doesn't know what that number is. This thing is displaying some kind of pictograms at me. So, my favorite part of Piccolo is how they build it up to be super badass, but he gets shot once saving... Oh, dude, Piccolo does fucking nothing, nothing. in this movie. He gets one shot... Like three times. <laughs> he, I, I love Piccolo gets his ass kicked over and over in this movie. And he, he shows on such a short. He's like, he's like, who are you? I'm your worst nightmare. Zap. <laughs> Down. <laughs> Down immediately. He goes full Batman for a second. Yeah. <laughs> 
I had in my notes that fighting happens and then immediately stops happening. <laughs> yep. Can't have this go on too long. And after the fighting stops happening very, very fast, Gohan's tail comes back. How, how does <laughs> Gohan still have a tail? What? When does when this, this movie happen? I love that his tail falls out of his pants. Just <laughs> falls out. <laughs> This is so funny. He is laying completely like down on the ground, and his tail falls out of his pants. <laughs> Such a weird uh, lie. Turles sees the tail and he's like, "Oh shit! I know what I'm gonna do." Yeah. And he makes the moon. moon. He makes the little moon fake moon. Moon blast explode is what he actually says in the fucking film. <laughs> And then he, like, picks Gohan up, and in my favorite bit of animation from the whole movie, spins him around really fast. This is so funny. It's like he picked up a football, and he's giving it a quick toss. Man. And then he holds Gohan up by the face to look at the moon. This is also very funny. He's holding his entire head and face in his hands. And Goku is running. I want to note, running. Not flying, running to save Gohan. Where has Goku been for the past 20 minutes? He doesn't get there in time, of course. Of course, because the fucking Gohan turns into a monkey, as you would expect. And then Turles, for some unfathomable reason, decides to obscure the fake moon so he doesn't go monkey. What? 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 That makes no sense as a strategy. He would have been perfectly fine and way stronger in fact earlier in the movie they make a really specific point to like show his tail when they're being coy why why didn't he transform he doesn't and also notable he does this thing he creates a big like smoke screen around the mo- the fake moon so that he doesn't see it why doesn't gohan detransform after this because blart waves The Bart's waves already went into his eyeballs. I forgot about the Bart waves. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, USOST is really, really heavy here. The, like, English release version is just super, super heavy and overbearing and way too loud. So, very good to watch the Japanese. Goku gets his ass kicked by his son. Mm -hmm. Cool. Piccolo recovers long enough to also get his ass kicked. (laughs) And then they fall into like a grotto of some kind underneath the tree where we get a repeat of what happened with Vegeta where Goku's in the monkey hand and he's just getting squeezed real hard. I want to note here because I procured screenshots for that episode when it happened. These are some of the exact same fucking frames. Oh my God. (laughs) He opens his mouth way too wide. That one. We have mm-hmm. that one. I want to point out a couple of lines in this sequence. The first one is when Turles is watching Gohan squish Goku, and he says, squash him like a bug on the kitchen floor. What? Come <laughs> on. Just like weirdly specific. This sounds like a robot that was programmed to make up threats from words. <laughs> we forced this robot to watch 500 episodes of Dragon Ball Z, and this is the script it wrote. <laughs> Dude, I want to see that. I actually, that actually yeah, that sounds better actually than sounds this movie. Good as hell. So anyway, Icarus is here, and he manages to get through to Gohan, who kind of turns into a nice boy again, even though he's still a big monkey. He's laying on the floor, like playing with this dinosaur, kicking his legs in the air. And for a moment, we see Goku's face, and kind of all of the tension drops out of the bottom of this movie, and it seems like it could just end here, and that would be fine. <laughs> That's the resolution. So Goku and Turles have probably their first major conversation in which Turles says something about how Gohan turned out defective or whatever. And Goku said, no, there's nothing wrong with him. I just taught him the difference between good and evil, unlike some people. Who is he talking about? And Turles says my favorite, most 90s edgelord line. I know the difference. I just don't care. Damn. Damn, dude. Tattoo and then this, that on my back. <laughs> my first email address was Turles1990 as a child because I thought true? he was very cool. Yeah, this is true, oh, bud. No. That's fucking amazing. Oh, I'm so happy you shared that. <laughs> this is going to go on the internet. You should try to get back in that one. See if it's still active. See if Turles1990 uh, is still out there. You should use that one in your regular everyday life. 
It's my business email. This is on my <laughs> fucking business cards, Turles1990. So Turles kills Icarus. He doesn't really kill him, I don't think. I but he fucking shoots him. Kind of wish and he killed him. I kind of <laughs> wish he killed him. I totally thought Just he a did. little bit. So I don't know what he was trying to do here, but now Gohan's on him, which is not good because Gohan's a big monkey. But it turns out Turles has one big trick in up his sleeve, which is like kind of a donut beam. <laughs> This was a weird beam. Technical this is a term. weird beam. Why would you do it like this? It's a big donut. It's ring-shaped. Why would you do that? You forgot to finish your uh, Destructo disc. Oh, speaking of Destructo disc, Goku can do it, but it's blue. <laughs> Did y'all notice this? Yep. Goku shoots a blue Destructo disc and cuts off Gohan's tail so that Gohan shrinks down and goes through the donut hole of the laser. Brilliant. It, which passes harmlessly around him. 10 out of 10. And we get the first of way, way, way too many shots of Gohan's wiener. There is way, way too much baby dick in this movie. There's so much. Who put all this baby dick in the movie? (laughs) (laughs) The same guy who was obsessed with the dragon. Earth sucks now. (laughs) We get a lot of images from around the planet where everything sucks. The tree's sucking power out of the electricity grids. It's even sucking power out of the antelope. Yes, deer are dying because of the tree. Also, do you notice there's a shot here where it shows some flowers and they shatter like glass? Yes. Why? What was that? That's that that tree, man. It's that tree of life and death. No, that's not how anything works. And it also looks like the fruit is ready. So we see the fruit for the first time, the fruit Dang. of the tree of might. And if you introduce a fruit in Act 1, it's got to be eaten in Act 3. That's what I know. Yeah, you know, Chekhov's fruit. Chekhov's fruit. Turns out the whole Dragon Ball Z crew lost terribly to the new guys. The new crew. Inclu- the new crew, including Piccolo, who, for the second time in the film, comes to try and save somebody and then gets annihilated. Also... He uses his stretchy arms a lot. He does. Why don't we see that? <laughs> Budgetary restraints. He does some That's cool actually true. Dalzim stuff for a, a minute and then, then gets Loses. He gets so annihilated in this one shot, like so utterly destroyed by Turles. Maybe I'm lost here. Is this when or did we miss when Goku faces off against every like small fry? No, I think that's next. Yeah, that's next. Is that is that Goku finishes? Goku eats everybody else's leftovers, (laughs) and then Turles decides to pull the "Join me and we'll conquer the universe" card again. Cool, cool. Haven't seen a villain do this in uh, two episodes. More shots of the Earth looking shitty, and then Goku versus Turles, the fight that you came here for. Here we go. We still got twenty minutes left in this film. Let's go. Except it's not really a fight, and it's mostly just Turles running away. <sighs> yeah, that's what happens is, like, Goku chases him through the fucking tree. He runs up and grabs a fruit. And then we get one of my favorite lines from Turles. You thought I was strong before. No. Buddy, you were on the ropes this whole time. <laughs> he was having some real trouble. He actually, Funimation took another liberty here. They exchanged some banter when he first starts running up the tree. He actually runs away because he reads Goku's power and it's 30,000 and he freaks out. When is this movie? <laughs> Funimation makes it seem like Turles is very confident about his odds, which is totally at odds with what's happening on screen where you see him with like a horrified expression and flop sweat beating all over his forehead. <laughs> So it read like he's trying to psych himself up. Like he's trying to say, yeah, I got this. I'm fine. I'm not going to get my ass kicked. You're crying, but Turles has (laughs) spinach. Joke's on you. I actually love getting body slammed by 20 perfect wrestlers. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't blood in my mouth. It's victory wine. There's a drill tweet for every situation. There really is. So Turles eats the fruit, gets buff, and then shoots Goku a lot. Hang on. So many shots. He eats... A bite of the fruit and then yeah, one. crushes the rest of it in his hand. <laughs> I don't know Doesn't how the feel... rules work here, but yeah, I feel like he should have eaten the whole thing. Is this devil fruit rules where you have to eat the whole thing? Evidently not, because he gets that power. He does get a boost. 
It gets a big boost, big enough that Goku's Kaoken doesn't do anything. Now, we had a discussion about the Kaoken before we started wow, recording. Sad. Kevin, you want to let us in on, on what the heck? It's, like, there's literally no reason to change this. There were no lip flaps to even sync up. Funimation's dub makes him say it's Kaioken times 20. He's using Kaioken times 10. Why? Idiots! <laughs> like, why, like, why change that? It's such a small change and it doesn't seem to do anything, really. I, I guess they're trying to say that it's very desperate? Maybe. Or maybe they're just like, I don't know when this movie was released in English, but maybe they were in the Frieza arc and they're like, eh, maybe we should just do the next big thing. <laughs> maybe people remember times 20 right he did the big kamehameha of course it just makes the timeline murkier so turles wins the engagement and knocks goku down and then still gives him one more chance and then just robocops him it's so brutal it's fucking gratuitous he like smashes goku with like 25 power blasts his entire shirt is destroyed yeah he Blows Goku's clothes off, and then goes goes to do something. I don't know what, but yeah, he goes to do he something. Leave? He just fucking leaves. Time to go watch the rest of the fruit. So with the rest of this movie, I like to imagine the entirety of it is Goku just tripping out. The rest is Goku's deathbed hallucination. Oh. Yeah, this is Jacob's ladder. Oh, it's a Jacob's ladder scenario. Yeah, it's my favorite. Um. And the first deathbed hallucination is that he hears the voice of his two best friends reaching out to him, Piccolo and Yamcha. <laughs> what? He receives telepathic support from everybody. Fucking hell. How I'm do people in this series just for one special moment gain these powers? It's unfathomable to me that Piccolo and Yamcha would be the first ones. It's like Piccolo's like, better check on my friend. And Yamcha's and just there. Yamcha's like, hey man, I'm still here. Do you remember? I think this has to be hallucinated because Yamcha's absolutely just thinking about his car. Piccolo is probably just mad. So it also turns out that everyone is back. Everyone's fine. They're not only communicating psychically with Goku, they have recovered and are deciding to face off against Turles. They are looking rough, though. Yeah, yeah, they got really, really ruined by this last fight, and they're ready to get their asses kicked again. And so Goku decides it's spirit bomb time. And uh, I'm sure all of y'all, like me, were like, oh, hell yeah, spirit bomb. It's going to be the thing. This is the end of the movie. Because we do have, like, 10 or 12 minutes left at this point. Yeah, I figured this is it. Spirit Bomb's going to win it. Then we're going to do some cute, like, post stuff. Maybe some of that 10 minutes is credits. Please, God, let it be most of it. <laughs> While Goku is summoning the power for the Spirit Bomb and his friends are getting beaten relentlessly, we get a couple shots across the planet of power gathering, and one of those shots is just a balloon? Yeah. Okay, this is actually relevant, though, because... This is true. Earlier in the film, when the roots are destroying things, we see a child holding a red balloon in the foreground. Oh. And now that child is dead. <laughs> is what they're saying, I'm pretty sure. So are we trying to... So is Goku getting the the like latent kid energy from the balloon? <laughs> yeah, here's the crazy thing is, they choose this moment when Goku's gathering energy from the planet to once again show the planet being drained. And it makes it seem like Goku's kind of rushing it along <laughs> goku's killing them by taking too much of their energy he's pulling more energy from the planet that's already been drained and notably he does form a really small spirit bomb now that is i think okay because the original spirit bomb was small because that's what that's an right. earth spirit bomb is only the namekian spirit bombs are super big that I said, okay that's gravity, right no you're right about right? that Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> While everyone's got Turles distracted, Goku gets the spirit bomb ready and hucks it. But at the last second before he's able to actually finish throwing it, Turles sees what's going on down there, fires a big blast, which explodes the spirit bomb moments after it leaves Goku's hand. So I was so excited. I thought the spirit bomb was going to pierce through his beam. It kind of looked like it was going to do that for a second. I was cheering. 
And this was just so disappointing and pointless. Yep. And now Turles wins. And so that's the end of the movie. Really dark one. <laughs> well, we're still uh, except not because we it's a fucking another goddamn deathbed hallucination by Goku. Yeah, wait, can we talk for a second? Because I, I don't remember how he got from point A to point B on this. So the spirit bomb misses. Does this blast hit Goku or does he just pass out or is he just tired? So from what I can tell is he sees a light in the distance. And then proceeds to... While he's taking a nap. Yeah, yeah, because if I'm right, he's walking towards it with his eyes closed, reaching out. Right? What is happening? He's sensing the energy from the fruit, from the tree. If only there was some way we could know that. (laughs) (laughs) If only there was some way for someone to explain this to us. Krillin gets one line of exposition where he says, if he can reach the fruit, he'll be stronger. It would be really terrible if they explained everything that happened, but not until after it was finished happening. (sighs) Save us, King Kai. (laughs) Against all odds, Goku shows up for round three against Turles, who's just as surprised as we all are. And he ate a too. He, he ate another fruit. Second fruit. So he should be fucking strong as hell right now. And what Goku says to him. Oh my I God. I wrote this down word for word. Yep. I have the power of nature inside of me. <laughs> what you, the fuck is he what talking is, about? What does this mean? Have you ever seen, there's like a little clip of some kid who has a sword and he like strikes some poses and yells, oh, I have yeah, the power baby. of God in anime. I got that vibe from that. I want to correct you because it's very important. The child has a recorder. Oh, it's a recorder. (laughs) What follows after the bad dialogue... so stupid. (laughs) What follows after the bad dialogue is actually probably the one cool part of the movie where they have... Yeah, our 10 seconds of glory. They have this high noon standoff. Camera goes to Goku and it goes to Turles and they're staring each other down. And Goku, like, just spontaneously creates a spirit bomb, like, all at once, and throws it. Turles launches a big blast. The spirit bomb busts right through it and hits Turles, and he gets rocketed up through the tree, kind of like Vegeta when he got hit by it, except that he dies. (laughs) Spirit bomb does what it's supposed to do this time it's a pretty cool sequence in an otherwise unremarkable movie <laughs> too bad that it is one percent of the film's runtime mm-hmm. and that's uh, that's, that's it, it. Yeah. that's it well yep. no the, the tree explodes and you can see the explosion from space essentially you could see the tree from space also originally yes which is wild and then tree energy rains down on everything and fixes everything and all the deer are alive how does killing turles make the tree restore all the things don't worry king kai will explain it (laughs) but but not yet i think king kai really just explains that everything is cool now not like why everything is cool now but just the (laughs) fact that everything is cool now well no no I i believe what he says and this happens in a minute but he says that goku used the tree's own energy against it so maybe when he was sensing that energy he like grabbed it i don't know this makes no fucking sense <laughs> i really cannot get to the bottom of this and then everybody goes camping again we do get a little bit more nude gohan oh my There's, god <laughs> this is like fucking insane why did they do this for no reason there's no reason at all and they're not shy about it either no they're really He's not full frontal <laughs> <laughs> Just, you see the tail hole also, which is great. Oh, <laughs> gross. So we camping trip number two. This time, Roshi came camping. So did Tien and Chaozu. <laughs> I can't imagine who the fuck invited Master Roshi, so I'm going to go with he invited himself. <laughs> this is also my favorite way to end any anime movie or filler, or really just anything, which is the like laughing as everything fades away ending. <laughs> Everybody's laughing together at the, at the good ending joke, which I don't I don't even remember what it was. Oh, I remember what it was because it fucking it baffled me. So so Oolong talking to Icarus the dragon is like, "Hey, we're friends now. Will you let me pet you?" And he goes for it and Icarus yells at him. 
And then Oolong says, man, you're just like Piccolo. All for Gohan and none for me. <laughs> what? what does this what mean? What the fuck? Does Oolong want to pet Piccolo? Has Oolong already tried to pet Piccolo? Oolong loves Does Oolong just like desperately want to be friends with Piccolo? <laughs> I, I want that kind of filler. Can we get filler where Oolong tries to be friends with Piccolo? Oolong's like researching Piccolo to try and figure out his likes and dislikes. <laughs> hey man, I made this cool hat. <laughs> Looks kind of like yours, don't you think? I wrote Pick on it. How about deserts? <laughs> How do you feel about Badlands? It's kind of like I'm a pig and you're a pick. Hello. Like, <laughs> get it? Bad. <laughs> oh, also, we do get one last shot of Piccolo meditating over the side of a waterfall again. <laughs> that is the final shot of the film. <laughs> Why? He doesn't do anything. <laughs> he showed up in the movie to get his ass kicked. Three times. And then go think about it. <laughs> what the fuck is this closer? What happened? The closing song. Yeah. Oh, I I was so antsy to be done with this. I actually turned it off as soon as I saw the credits start rolling. Oh. <laughs> you missed I out. I sat through to the end, but I don't remember a second of it. You missed out on a real, real, real bad song. <laughs> Oh, no, I never miss out on a, on a real bad song. I actually listen to one every time we record this podcast. <laughs> <Zing>! <laughs> so that's Tree of Might, folks. Why did you do this to us? <laughs> this movie fucking sucks so bad. I'm so mad I had to watch this. This is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Please. I had to, I had to sit. This is true. I watched this movie today, and I had to stop every 10 or 15 minutes because I was so bored. Like I had to, to stop like get up and, and go do something? do something else and then come back and I sat down. It really was like sitting down and eating my vegetables. <laughs> this was a boiled cabbage of a film. <laughs> yeah, there's food in there. There's nutrients somewhere, but is it At worth what it? Cost? Nope. Uh, so anyway... <laughs> The good news is there are only two ways to go down from here. And they're funnier. And what are they? <laughs> they, they? They are both probably funnier. What are they, uh, Kevin? Lord Slug and Bio Broly. So those are the only two other really, really, really big stinkers in the dragon. Well, arguably... Those are the worst stinkers. Yeah. Arguably the second Broly movie, probably too. What is that, like, Son of Broly? The English title is Broly Second Coming. I, God. For the life of me, don't remember the actual title. All of the actual titles are just long and weird. Uh, oh, Yeah, Max? the actual title of this movie uh, <laughs> is known as Dragon Ball Z Super Battle in the World. Or, <laughs> or Super Showdown for the Whole Earth. <laughs> I did post another thing here, which is the gross revenue of this movie was 1.25 billion yen, which does equal out to about 11 million dollars. This movie made 11 million dollars. 11 million dollars. In 1990. To be fair, it was coasting off of Dead Zone and the World's Strongest, which... both are good movies. Both have very, very good fight choreography. Dead Zone... It has an all right story. World's Strongest is one of the better Dragon Ball Z movies in the whole set. So basically, this is the one that got phoned in. Pretty much. Yikes. <sighs> you know what, guys? I just Tree realized we, we have now passed the runtime of the movie itself. <laughs> okay, good. Well, maybe we should start wrapping up then, unless you guys want to talk about your favorite moment from the movie. I'm good. <laughs> Mine was when it ended, and I could close VLC Same. Media Player. Let's all agree, <laughs> the best part of this movie was when it was done. I can't wait to watch the next movie where we can compare. I did think Goku killing Turles was the one cool moment. but That's sure. true, yes. 
so like I know we've been joking a lot about how much that wasn't fun, but we do honestly think that you're great for sticking with us. And I hope you didn't take that take us too seriously while we were cursing your name in the beginning of this episode. Like I said, uh, we still love you. We still love you, and we had fun doing this, so at least there's that. Uh, I pity the fool who watches Tree of Might and then does not get to dunk on it for an hour with their friends. That's true. I paid a one-hour tax of my life to have this one hour of fun. Oh, one hour and ten minutes. Ah, one hour and so ten minutes. I'm actually in the green. Money. So if you enjoyed this, then obviously you'll enjoy the rest of our podcast, Zenkai Boost. If you're listening to this before listening to the rest of it, uh, why? <laughs> why are you doing this? It's not a good representation of the rest of the series. I mean, it might be a pretty good episode, but but we're glad you're here. The best way, of course, to show your appreciation, of course, we appreciate everything, and and we thank you so much for all of the comments and the ratings and reviews on iTunes and Stitcher, for sharing with your friends and telling them all about Zenkai Boost. This great podcast about a pretty good TV show. And look forward to more. It's kind of weird to do this at the end again. We have a, I've gotten so used to doing this in the middle of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, we kind of pass right by that. And here we are at the end. The music for the intro came from our good friend Friedrich Hobbitler, who you can find at Cody Game Music on YouTube and Twitch now also. He does some Twitch streaming. Ooh, got to check that out. The logo for our show is done by Elizabeth Kostrak. You can find her at kostrak.tumblr.com. That's K-O-S-T-R-A-C-H. And one last thing. Uh, I do another podcast along with some of the other guys from this podcast every once in a while called Insanely Haunted. And that one is just like this, except it's about the American television show Ghost Adventures, which is also very dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. Oh, man, is it ever. And that's about it, unless you guys have any parting words. That's it for me. I am Live your life like a Kamehameha. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Reminding you to live your life like a Kamehameha. My name is Max Newland. My name is Blaine Corliss. I'm Kevin Hilrick. And I'm Max Kostrak. And remember, power, power levels, levels don't, don't matter. matter.